Hi, I'm Mountain Princess and welcome to A Teen's Guide to the World. This is a podcast where I talk about everything that crosses teenagers' minds, from books to politics to movies. I'm back! And I'm going to be delivering the episode that I promised. This week we're talking about... Colleen Hoover! Now let's get started. So I know I missed so many episodes. Honestly, I apologise for that. Do I have a good excuse? Okay, I actually have a realistic excuse. My mum travelled that Sunday, so I was busy. I I wasn't doing anything to help, let's be real. But, you know, I was busy, inverted commas. Then, oh, I had coursework. I've had a lot of coursework. Then the next Sunday, I was camping. I was away, and I came back, and I still had to do coursework because I had missed the weekend. I had time to do homework. Week after that, my birthday. Yep, I'm officially 16. So it has been three and a half years since I started this. Well, three years, four months, actually. And then Sunday after that, that was this Sunday. What did I do this Sunday? Something happened this Sunday. So, yeah, I apologise for not posting, but I will finally deliver. And I'm going to start with apologising for the last book review I did on Ugly Love. I called her Colleen Hanger. Constantly. Her name's Colleen Hoover. And sorry, I want to say that. I'm sorry about that. Also, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I get, like, the amount of people who list, like, the analytical review of the podcast. I realised that my demographic, when it comes to different episodes, does change quite a lot. Like, one of the most listened to episodes I have was Driver's Licence, and it was mostly, like, my age, a bit older, and it was the same with the Colleen Hoover books. Like, wow, not the type of audience I was thinking would listen to a podcast, first of all, and then listen to a podcast about a girl complaining about something that is normally so popular. Which brings me to another thing about Olivia Rodrigo, right? I know this is not to do with Colleen Hoover at all, but it's like pop culture now, especially for teen girls. Olivia Rodrigo, book top books. So she's amazing. She's an up-and-coming artist. She's quite young. She's managed to produce amazing songs, very catchy, that still have a meaning and still very depressing. Like, I don't like her, but when I need a good cry, I know which album to put on. Uh, I think it was Kelly Clarkson who said this. Kellen Clark, Kelly Clarkson or Celine Dion. That she's lost respect for pe- artists who cannot perform live. And I feel the exact same way. Like, if you cannot sing in the same key as the songs you recorded, either you must have a good excuse or it just proves that your talent is, like, being held on, held together by AI and computers. And it's not really you. So I feel like you should release songs in the key that you can sing. Because Olivia Rodrigo, as amazing as she is, when she's performing, she will not sing in the, the same key as the songs. And I guess she can't sing as high, but it kind of takes away from the entire thing. Like, how did you manage to record the songs if you can't perform live? Sorry, with that out of the way, this week's Colleen Hoover book is, drumroll please, maybe someday. 
I was going to do November 9, but that is going to be for another week. Maybe someday it's a story about a girl who has like a tiny crush on her her neighbour who lives opposite her. She can see her neighbour playing guitar nearly every day, sitting on the balcony. I can't remember this much. You know, I'm doing these reviews without reading the book. Like, I read the book six months ago. But as far as I can tell, she's just really into her neighbour. They're right signs for each other. They've never talked. One day, she discovers that her boyfriend was cheating on her with her best friend. Exactly. Colleen Hoover plot. So she decides to leave the house, which belongs to her. First red flag. And she goes... Her next-door neighbour... Not next door. I keep making that mistake. Her opposite neighbour sees that she's, like, got a lot of bags. So he's like, oh, yeah, you can stay here. Upon them first meeting, she realises, oh, he's deaf. Oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, but how could you play guitar? And he explains to her. So the thing is, he can speak, but he doesn't choose to because deaf people tend to be quite self-conscious about the way they speak due to the fact that they normally have speech impediments or can't sound their words correctly as they cannot hear them themselves and they don't they can they're only going off mouth movements so they don't actually know the sounds that are supposed to come out i think it's very it's fair and he's got a lot of trauma to do with that and basically the entire story follows the relationship it's like right person wrong time it's it's that's i think that's what colleen hoover was aiming for so the deaf guy is already in a relationship with a another girl who's partially not visually impaired. She can partially hear, so she can speak. And but she doesn't live with him. She lives long distance like far away. So obviously you're gonna expect a lot of cheating in this book. Which is annoying because this girl was so against it, that's the reason she moved out, yet she's doing the same thing. But it's it's actually quite a wholesome book. I remember reading it on the bus journey back from school and I was trying not to cry. I think this was the last book I read before I like entered my reading slump. And this slump has lasted like six months, so it's saying something. And, okay, so basically that's the synopsis of the book, right? It's not a lot, but it lasted quite a while. And they write songs together. I forgot about that. That's the obvious one. My problem with this book is that Colleen Hoover took a basic, a, bl- a basic plotline. Like, normally what she does is take the most traumatising thing that could happen to a person and then add a lot of spicy scenes. She took a basic plotline, cheating, moving out, next door neighbour, you know? And she just made it so, so extra. Like, there was another love storyline in the midst of it that I couldn't follow and the book got a bit boring it was like I didn't like the main character I don't even remember her name it just made her seem come across as hypocritical and the deaf boy he's been through so much he did not deserve this at all like so much trauma and time skips time skips at the end worst thing I hate time skips in books like, they need to make them reasonable, not, like, very large jumps. Like, in, what's it called? It ends with us. I don't know if this book started out with a playlist. If it started out with a playlist, it would have raised the rating a tiny bit. But I, I just think that 
the main character is weak-willed, weak-minded, and hypocritical. And the descriptions in the book isn't that good. It's... It's like those type of books where you can... The potential is there, but the execution just was not it. That's the best way I can explain it. Like, it's quite simple, it's quite plain. There is no spice, there is no flavour to a plotline. But thank God there are no unnecessary plot twists. Like in another one of her books, November 9. So anyway, my rating of Maybe Someday is around, like, 5.63 out of 10. Um, and I want to lower my rating of Ugly Love because rereading that, I realised how bad it was. Like, the description. Everything could be avoided if the other guy, I don't remember his name, if he just went to therapy, honestly. But yeah, that's about it. That's all I can say about this book. It's quite a plain book. Really, that's all I can say. Yeah. So, catch me next week where I'll either be talking about something so random or I'll be reviewing another Colleen Hoover book. Oh, I know what I'll talk about next week. Halloween plans. And by next week, I mean on Sunday, which is in like three days. But we're going to ignore that. Anyway, have a good three days. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.